You're listening to The Author's Leverage, where it's all about your book and how to create a greater impact and a greater income with it. This podcast is for the author who knows there's more you can do with that book. Whether you're publishing your first one ever or you've written multiple bestsellers, the path to greatness begins by looking around and seeing that you are, at this moment, standing right in the middle of your own acre of diamonds. My friends, your book is a brand. I'm Parshel Tashi, creative entrepreneur and education design architect, and I'll be your guide diving into the minds of successful authors, renowned publishers, and industry experts to glean practical wisdom you can integrate into your book writing, launch, and marketing strategies today. You'll hear straight from the source how authors like you were able to publish their best work and build wildly profitable, successful businesses around it. Welcome aboard the Author's Leverage. Hey there, this is Parsha with The Author's Leverage. I'm so excited for this conversation. I get to talk with a friend, somebody I've known for years and have just been so blessed to know her and to learn from her. So I'm excited you're going to learn too, especially, of course, you're an author, you're listening in. This is where we're going to talk about the power of a stage, the power of speaking, the power of the platform that that builds for you. And I have the perfect person who's joining us for this conversation today. Let me introduce you to her. I'm excited today. We have Jasmine. She is joining us today. She's a nationally awarded speaker, author, educator, thought leader, coach, and podcaster. And she's dedicated to helping, helping audiences understand that the time is now if they want to make an impact and serve their communities from the heart. She has spoken to and educated over 10,000 audience members since she began her career in speaking, and she's impacted countless others through her podcast, educational programs, and her consulting business. Her proprietary process is the heart methodology for connecting with audiences, and it guarantees that attendees will leave their event motivated and transformed. She's a thought leader, a pioneer of professional speaking in healthcare, where she developed the diversity conversation within oral care. And she continues to bring an inclusive mindset to every stage and room that she steps onto so every audience member feels welcome. She's a sought-after speaker who delivers powerful results for her audiences, and she's been featured and worked with national healthcare media outlets such as the American Dental Hygienist Association, Colgate, Crest, I know these names, RDH Magazine, and more. And today she she shares her transformation message on stages and platforms around the country. So welcome, everybody. Ms. Jasmine Haley, welcome to the Author's Leverage. Hi. <laughs> so excited. Yeah, I didn't know that uh, in terms of the, the specific healthcare arena that you spoke in, that's pretty, uh, pretty phenomenal. So how has that sort of compelled you today? Like, what does that fuel you with today? Clearly, you have a beautiful smile, so they hooked you up. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, you know... It it has it has broadened the horizons for me of knowing that opportunities are limitless. That's what that experience gave to me. So although I'm not specifically in healthcare anymore, I am fully aware that by having unshakable faith in the work that I do and making my brand undeniable, it's without a doubt, other people will be able to see the vision that you put out. And so whether you're writing a book or getting on stage, if you've got a message to share, the possibilities are limitless. So when I think about the experience I've had coming from humble means, 
starting off as a clinician, working specifically in public health, going into teaching full-time, getting burnt out and having to make the decision to leave my job and figure out a new way to make funds to take care of my family. It's amazing. So that's how I feel when I look back at my history. I know that's right. It's like all these things compound and you can, you can go forward on them. Solid foundation. So how has that, cause now like you're, you're in a space of also transforming people as a speaker yourself. So what are the, what has changed for you as it relates to this profession, like as being a speaker um, and coming off of those experiences, like how has that shaped you even in how you show up on stage? Mm, well, we all know Corona. <laughs> We're very familiar with her. Um, and that really changed a lot for me. I think, you know, in 2019, after having a successful business, I decided to pivot and let it all go and change my business around before I knew the pandemic was happening. So when we went through the last two years, I think I've been able to grow and mature. I've been able to look at my transformation and not just being my audiences, but in the lives of the clients that I have the opportunity to serve. And it has maximized my level of contribution in regards to legacy and what that's going to mean for me. So before I used to speak on stages and transform people and get them to think about what they were doing in their own life, get them to think about how they were serving vulnerable populations. And now I get to help others get on stage and share their message and help others get to a place of refining how they actually communicate so that they can continue their legacy in a, in a, in a more deeply impactful way. That's incredible. And when we met, where about were you in the stage of your, of your business? Cause I think it was in COVID, well, during COVID when we first met through the program I was doing for the kids. Yes. And I just remember from there, it just was like very calculated things that I saw you taking on, you know, more, more intently, I guess is the word is like, I just saw intention over everything you were doing and legacy was just word that just started popping up more around the things that you were saying. So what in particular about legacy, like why that, that word or that, that term to connect what you're doing? Yeah. So I love that you asked this question because it's more than a buzzword for me. I mean, we see it everywhere. Everyone's all talking about legacy, right? But what's interesting is that we crossed paths prior to the pandemic. You didn't realize this. I one of my very first coaches was Nikita, That's right. and she was with me my very first time of really embarking into business. I didn't know what I was doing, y'all. <laughs> I had heart, and that was it. But when our paths crossed, I was in a very interesting place because I needed to come to terms with what would my business look like if it was aligned. And at that time that we, we met again, my business was not aligned. And I was struggling with being in a place where I built a business and a brand just from speaking and events and going to a place where I no longer had that. So I had to network and move differently than I've ever had before. I was writing. I knew how to write. Right. I was I could get paid for that, but I didn't have the live in-person events. So when when I look at legacy, when I talk about scaling legacy, legacy came about when my mother passed away and I was in a toxic work environment. 
And I found out that there was dreams and goals that she never had the opportunity to achieve. And so what I realized at that point in time, when I decided to pivot for the first time into entrepreneurship, that every decision that we make today is a part of our legacy. This conversation we're having is a part of our legacy. I don't know who's going to hear this. I don't know who's going to be set free from hearing this conversation. That's a part of our legacy. So when we show up and we're writing a book or we make a course or we show up on stage and share our message, that is a part of our legacy. And when we become legacy driven, ain't nothing, ain't nothing, Corona, past history, trauma that may have impact you, um, some other negative experience, nothing will get, a, get you away from what your purpose is. And that is why every program I talk about, you need to be legacy driven. Because anytime you show up and get visible, there's a lot of mindset trash that comes in the way. Whether you're writing it down in a book, whether you're standing on stage, there's a lot of mind trash that we have to work through in order to get visible. But when we realize that our lives are futile and we don't know at one point in time we'll have, we'll be taking away, right? We'll make sure that every time we show up, we make it great. I love it. I wish I had a sound effect for a moment <laughs> right now, but I don't. <laughs> wow. I mean, that that is that's huge because like you're saying, like le- having that frame of legacy really puts everything in perspective. And when you step into these un- uncomfortable pl- places of publishing or speaking, right, that mind trash or, you know, that negative block that you might be coming up against is going to weaken or go away in some respects as you just bring the focus and alignment back into what you're here for. Um, I remember mm-hmm. one of the groups that I'm a part of, the question he asked everybody um, who are creatives was, what do you want to be known for? And that was the question for me that started to drive more of that um, intention behind what I'm doing. So mm-hmm. I love that. Now let's shift gears talking more specifically to authors who have a book. Um, I know that for many of them, they're either already on stages or now they're thinking about getting on stage. Um, especially since they have a book, what is, you know, what are some of the advantages or things that they can look forward to now that they have this product in their hands? Mm-hmm. So I want to talk just a smidge for a second for anyone that hasn't written a book yet. Okay. You having a book is not a criteria to get on stage. All right. You don't have to be a New York Times bestseller, Amazon bestseller, whatever bestseller there is there on the planet to actually get on stage. So don't let that be a hindrance to you actually sharing your knowledge. Now, if you are speaking prior to actually publishing the book, that's awesome because that gives you an opportunity to try out your methodology, your framework, whatever your proprietary process is, get some results, get some feedback, because the more feedback that you get, the more custom you can create this experience for your book. Now, for those who are actually out there already published, speaking is one of the best marketing tools that you can have. And you can think about this. Just think about this for just a moment. Let's rewind and go back to like 2020 or 2021. I think it was 2020 where, don't get me wrong. Listen, I probably got the date wrong. But when Clubhouse entered first entered the scene, it blew up. Now, Clubhouse is an app. And it blew up because of the power of voice. 
when people are able to hear your voice, there is a deep connection. There have been studies that have been shown that when someone effectively learns how to tell a story, that people that are in the audience listening to that story, their wave patterns of their brain begin to mimic those of the speaker. That's how powerful our voices are. So when you're up there on stage and you already have a published book, this is an amazing way for you to actually go out there and market. You can go out there and you can even negotiate with event organizers to get more hands on your book. The more people that have hands on your book, it could eventually lead, whether you're self-published, to even getting a publishing deal. There's multiple ways in which you can market this and, and have a deeper impact by utilizing speaking. And speaking can get you into the door from multiple things that can lead to people licensing your IP, which is your intellectual property, even incorporating your book into other organizations is possible by getting out there and getting more visible. Speaking replaces Facebook ads. You can do it for free. You can get paid to speak and share your message. And there's just something so beautiful about using this organic way of, of marketing your content. It really is. And the, the, if you have the book, man, you've, you've got something powerful. And even if you don't, I'm glad that you said that as well. Like it doesn't mean that you're counted out and you can't be on a stage. In fact, I've had a number of people reach out to me and said, Hey, I've got this speech. I've got this keynote. Can I make this a course? So still come in whichever way you come to express and share what you have to share. Um, but just know that you can also repurpose it and benefit in a lot of ways. And speaking and being on a stage is powerful. Now, are there certain criteria yeah. that you also look into for like what stages make sense? How do you align yourself with the right events and the right stages? Yeah. So when you are looking at your, I, I would say take a pause for a second and get still enough to understand what is your objective in your business? Like specifically, who is it that you're trying to serve? And how could you maximize or leverage, authors leverage, um, your current network based on the goals that you have? So if you are out there looking to, to speak and you know that your book is going to help truckers, well, you're not going to spend your time speaking in front of teachers <laughs> in the K through 12. Like, we're not going to do that, okay? So we got to get clear on like, what is the end game goal? So whether or not we have a book or not, you need to be focused in on who, who specifically are you serving and how can you maximize that? Now, when it comes to your book, your book is a mountain of opportunity. You can do courses. I have a course for my book, y'all. You could, you could, it, it could lead to per, more purchasing of your services. You can do case studies of your clients in your book. I mean, like there's, the, it's endless as far as showing people how your thought process is a solution to their problem. And when you're speaking and utilizing courses, that's where the shmoney resides. The what? <laughs> the shmoney. The shmoney. <laughs> money honey okay so that's where the money resides because now you're starting to leverage and maximize your intellectual property this is the part that holds many of us back a lot of us want to show up on stage and shake it and feel amazing because someone says oh my gosh Parshell, you were so great 
But guess what? That's not answering the dust bunnies running up in our bank account right now, <laughs> right? The speaker's fee is just one fee, right? Your book, some your books make sometimes pennies on the dollar. So how are you gonna recoup the funds, right? The funds aren't gonna always come from you just selling your book. It's going to come from you expounding on your intellectual property by being on stage, selling courses, selling services, selling workshop trainings beyond that book. And a lot of times the book is the introduction to an experience with you, or your keynote is an introduction or an invitation to more experiences with you. You want to create a continuity of sales and it starts with just that introduction, which could be your book or your keynote. Powerful. And you have a workshop too. Can you talk a little bit about that? Your on-demand workshop. Yeah. So I have a on-demand workshop called the legacy speaker on demand. And so the reason why I'm going to tell you why I had to pause is because I'm actually going on tour and my tour starts next week. And that is a workshop. So that's our legacy speaker live tour workshop. So I'll be teaching people how to create their signature program, but I do have an on-demand course called the legacy speaker on-demand workshop. And what that does is that it takes people through creating their signature program, how to pitch, how to monetize, right? And what's going to happen for me is I don't have a book right now specifically on speaking. Why? Because this girl is going to try for a national publishing deal. All right. I'm scared. I'm, this is my first time actually saying it. Another sound effect right there. <laughs> <laughs> so I self-published last year and I said, I need more. I need my mocha chocolate skin in a real, in a, a official publishing deal, right? So I'm going to try for that. So what does that mean? That my courses, the, what I create, my content, all of it is strategically aligned to what I'm going to be writing next. That's powerful. So nothing that we do in business is left to right. Now, some of y'all are hit and miss, okay? You're trying to scrounge around things. That's okay. Okay, that's wonderful. Once you get to your first six figures, you're going to have to then get to a place where you get things aligned and make it make sense. Otherwise, you're going to continue down the road of burnt out. Um, and so when, you, when you're looking at your leveraging your book, you have to consider, okay, how does this, how does this work with my end game? I already have a book right now. So what kind of services in my business can I link, link it to? And if I don't have one, then I need to hit a partial. Because I'm all out here on these streets looking crazy and I'm not making what I need to be making. I'm leaving money on the table. hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I know that in particular, when it comes to, to speaking, I know that you, in terms of working with you, you deal with all the challenges, the objections that come up. So can you share a little bit for those that maybe are looking for help in, in terms of developing their signature speech or what things they can do to speak? What is it like to work with you? Yeah, so I believe in holistic consulting and I don't believe in piecemealing. I actually believe in setting up my clients to be able to win 
and gain transferable skills that they can go off and have an amazing career with speaking. So I spend a lot of time with my clients refining their presentation skills and building out their signature programs. And then my team will create their marketing assets so that they can amplify their branding in the speaking world. I have seen so many people often say, I want to get paid more. I want to get paid to speak. Well, y'all, you can't do that until you actually set some structure in, into your business. Same way that you set structure to create this book that you're writing or you have written already is the same sort of structure that you need in your business to leverage speaking. And so when you get to a place where you can create transformative programs and you make your brand undeniable, you encounter experiences like I just experienced today. I just got an inquiry from someone that heard me speak in 2019, y'all, that wants me to come back and they're paying me to come back and speak. It wasn't because I've been sending them emails. It was because my message was so clear. It was so transformative that the audience requested that I come back. That's the type of effect that you can have when you write your book. That's the type of effect that you can have when you create your course. That's the same type of effect you can have when you're on stage, when you're clear and you understand how to reach the hearts of the people that you're serving. It makes so much sense. <laughs> the way that you just laid it out, it just, uh, it, it, it compounds on each other, right? But that foundation is, is so key. Starting with the signature, what is the transformation that you're bringing? And then really from there, it's, it's like a movie, right? The Avengers movie, you got toys, you got shirts, you got caps, you got all kinds of things that come from what was produced from your thinking or creativity. So I love that. Yes. So yeah, as we start to wrap up, any last words of advice and where people can reach out to you and connect with you? My last word of advice is to get firmly rooted and grounded in who you are. One of the biggest challenges that I've seen in the clients that I work with is them not having a profoundly deep understanding that they are worthy and deserving of reaching their goals. It doesn't mean that there aren't amazing people out there, right? But unfortunately, we let fear take the driver's seat. We allow other people's opinion to prevent us to go out there and share our message. Sharing your message through a book is a vulnerable thing to do. Sharing your message on stage is a vulnerable thing to do. Both are difficult when you think about it. And it's also difficult to stay in your cubicle, to stay in your bed, to stay in the same place that you were 12 months ago, not moving forward towards your goals. So choose the route you wanna to go today and take massive, action get those laser beams on and keep focus and if you're interested in speaking you can find me at jasminehaley.com i love that i love that and i feel motivated i can i, I see what i need is an organ sound that's what i'm gonna <laughs> add to my track is a good organ sound <laughs> because you said it there <laughs> so well. Like, yeah, <laughs> Let me tell you something. I actually have some buttons to share with you. When we get off here, I'm going to message you. Okay. You can like, bing, 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 bing. I know I have some sounds in here, but I can't remember which is which because I just got this board. I think this one. Okay. Right, let me see if this is. Okay. 
okay, we go to church up here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So one of the questions I ask all of the guests towards the end as well is what is your one word? That one word that's like from Jasmine Haley to the world that sums up everything that you're about, everything that you preach from the mountaintops, like that Ooh. one word, you got one word to, to say. I'm going to have to just say legacy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's probably going to be legacy. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. Why, why legacy? If you want to share like that being that one word. Mm, I just don't want to waste any more of my life the way that I was um, when I was not making the best decisions for myself. So being legacy driven helps me to create boundaries uh, for myself. It helps me to show up for myself. It helps me to show up for my children. It helps me to continue to press forward throughout any challenges. And it also more, most importantly, helps me to keep my focus on the future rather than my current circumstances. I think that is one of the most powerful things I have been able to develop. Because when I think about it, I'm the first college student of my siblings. I'm the first to attempt that. There's a lot of things that I had to work through and different challenges that I had along my path. And if I did not have any inkling of what legacy was and the fact that I'm actually building it out right now, I don't think I would have been able to press forward. So that's my word. That's the word. I love it. <laughs> and it, it resonates so deeply. I can tell when you're talking about it, like that's, that's it. And that's been the biggest shift for you. So I love that. Mm -hmm. Take a piece of that and be intentional about, uh, you know, all things on our end too and what we're doing. So thank you, Jasmine, for being here. I really enjoyed the conversation and I'm pretty sure other people did. Hopefully you got a laugh with us too, because... <laughs> And my sounds and everything but uh thank you again and thank you all for tuning in to the author's leverage we'll see you next yes time. thanks for having me yes thanks for tuning in to this episode of the author's leverage you can subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast hey do me a favor if you found this helpful leave us a review and share this episode with someone it could help along their journey check out more resources, visit theauthorsleverage.com. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time. <laughs>